If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? Welcome to episode 50 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, and we got a very special guest this week, Lloyd from Res TV. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm super excited to be here and chat some Nintendo awesomeness with you here on your show. And I should have said from Nintendo Pulse Podcast, because that's the the best place to find you. <laughs> That is that is one of the shows that we do over on the uh, res.tv network, rezd.tv. As you can tell by the Z, I am Canadian. Uh, and yeah, we do a bunch of shows over there. And uh, Nintendo Pulse is one of the ones that we've been doing for years and years and years and years. Yeah, how many years? 12 years. Uh, 2005 is when we started the show as the DS Life podcast because the DS Lite had just come out. We thought it was a f- fun name. Um, and then we did a Wii, Wii podcast called Wii Spot. And then after a couple years of doing them side by side, it's like, no. Slap them together. We did Nintendo Pulse. And that became the show that we've been running ever since. Awesome, dude. Freaking 12 <laughs> years, bro. That's yeah, not. That- it's that's, nuts. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, hey, before we jump into all this stuff, um, first of all, if you want to get yourself a free book, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC and uh, books I've been recommending. I'm going to recommend book that you guys recommend a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a, and it's the, the F word, so I won't say it because we're going to keep it family friendly. And although the title makes it sound like you're going to turn into a psychopath, that's not the case. So... It actually really helped me with my mental state, and uh, I, I recommend checking it out. So if you can handle the language, check it out. If not, go check out Super Mario, How Nintendo Conquered America, because that's awesome as well. So that's uh, audibletrial.com slash NPC. Uh, the chair I'm sitting in from OPC, opc.com. Use coupon code N64JOSH and uh, save yourself $10 there. That's OPC dot com <laughs> maverick says i can vouch for his mental state <laughs> yes he can um and guys i hope everybody had a killer thanksgiving um i had jeff on the uh author of super mario and he tried discord for the first time through his phone and did not have good cell service or a good Wi-Fi, which meant I did not really get much usable audio. So if you if if you are dying to hear anything from him, you can check out my past Twitch uh, broadcasts. But there wasn't really much to uh, be able to put out as a show. So this is the official episode fifty, and uh, 
this is uh, this is what we're doing. So I do want to let you guys know what's been going on with me. So if any of you guys follow me on Twitter, you've probably already seen that my wife has been in the hospital since Thanksgiving. She had a pulmonary embolism. I believe that's how you say it. I'm not reading the words right now. So my brain is a little fried, but basically she had blood clots in her heart. And um, we are extremely fortunate that we caught it. Some of you might be asking, why are you doing a podcast if your wife is in the hospital? Well, the first thing she said to me this morning when I delivered her coffee was, you better not skip your podcast. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what, what let's, let's talk about this. So we skipped one of the shows tonight so we could be together playing some snipper clips. Um, we had, uh, we had a date night last night and, uh, we actually streamed a little bit together, which was cool. Kind of just did a little Q and a time, but she is on the mend. She's not home yet. Um, hopefully soon. So I've been, uh, I've been double duty doing the, all the, all the mom stuff and all the dad stuff. So it's been, uh, it's been, uh, it's been a week, a weekend, almost a week. And, uh, yeah, but here we are, we're going to talk Nintendo. I'm really excited. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. My wife is doing good. That's huge for me. <laughs> so, um, everybody that's here live on twitch.tv slash N64 Josh, thank you for being here. Uh, Jesse loves Walt Kirby geek, uh, Captain Logan, Maverick LSD. Thank you guys for hanging out. Anybody that's just lurking. Um, thank you for being here. So, uh, Lloyd. Yes. Let's talk about you, man. I know you were on the, uh, the uh, history of Mario episode where we had uh, the Voltron, the podcast Voltron. And, uh, but we didn't really get to, f- we got to hear the, the Nintendo pulse elevator pitch, mm-hmm. but I want to hear about you. And then we'll sure. talk about Nintendo pulse also. Um, what, what is your history with Nintendo? What are some of the first games? Uh, well, uh, my first Nintendo system is right here, right behind me. This was the first Nintendo system that I owned. I'm holding it here because uh, it fell over and the screen popped off, which oh, made me very, very sad. No. I'm going I'm to glue it. I'm going to glue it. It's, it's going to be perfect. It's going to be perfect. Okay. Um, but my first Nintendo system was like the OG Game Boy. Um, uh, the reason why this was my first system is I desperately wanted an nes and i asked for it and i asked for it and i asked for it and um at the time my dad worked at sears um up here in canada they sold video games way back in the day um when sears actually existed up here in canada and uh, he went to the electronics department he's like my son wants a nintendo and the guy's like no he doesn't want a nintendo he wants a sega master system um so i got a sega master system which was a awesome system i couldn't complain uh, but my heart was with nintendo so uh, i didn't get a nintendo but I got a subscription to Nintendo Power, and uh, eventually the next Christmas I got a Game Boy, and that's kind of <laughs> how how I lived. I played like Nintendo was my buddy's house. Going, all my buddies had a Nintendo, and I was like the lonely guy with a Sega Master System. Actually, no, the most lonely guy was the guy across the street that had a TurboGrafx sixteen because uh, no one wanted to play that. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was me starting up with Nintendo. I I was uh, a huge Nintendo Power fan. I subscribed. I had like the first five six years of Nintendo. Nintendo Power, um, which moved with me a bunch of times. And then I finally got tired of carting it around and I yeah. recycled it all. And I'm so sad. Like, yeah. I don't, I think of that like 
every month or something, I'll be like, Oh, I had that. Oh, I don't have that issue. Um, so I'm super, super sad about that. But, um, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been a long time Nintendo fan from, from way back in the day, mainly because of, uh, of the Nintendo power magazine and, and reading about all my favorite characters on a system. I didn't know. What, what was that Christmas? Like, were you like, uh, thanks. Uh, it it was, thanks. Yeah, it it was it was okay. Um, I I was happy to get something. I wasn't going to be super super disappointed, but uh, I, it was tough going to school. Um, once Christmas break was uh, was back in, and everyone's like, "Oh, what'd you get? I got a got a game system." They're like, "Oh, you got a Nintendo? What games you get?" Um, I got uh, a, a Alex Kid, and uh, I got uh, Action Fighter. And they're like, "That doesn't sound like a Nintendo game." And yeah, that's what it was. It was. Uh, it was Sega Master System, man. It was it was what it was. <laughs> so, did, did you have the like the, the controllers with the little joystick that screwed into the center of them? Yeah, I had those controllers, so you could unscrew the little circle, like the little button. Yeah. Uh, but my kit didn't come with the little the little joysticks. Oh, okay. So that's one thing that I always wanted to do was order from from Sega. You could order the little joysticks that would just screw into the top, but I never ended up getting those. Um, I I absolutely loved the system. Um, but it wasn't a Nintendo, which was which is why I got so much played on my Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. So tell me that Game Boy, does it still work? It does. It does actually. If I put batteries in it, it still works. And I was playing uh what was I playing most recently? A Gargoyle's Adventure. Gargoyle's Quest. Gargoyle's Quest, I think, I believe. Uh, I was playing that just recently on it and it works fine. Um, dude, it's so hard to go back to the screen. Um, so I played on my Game Boy game boy sp uh backlit and everything and it's fine um which is great but um there's just a special place in my heart for my uh for my original game boy and i I was just so sad because it was it was kind of like propped up on my shelf and then i moved some stuff and it stood up and i could see it wobbling and then it fell forward and i'm like oh crap it fell forward that's okay and as soon as i picked it up the screen was just left on the ground and i'm like Uh (laughs) <laughs> no what happened uh, but it still works even though the screen is in multiple pieces do you got any uh vertical lines on it no it it oh, works perfectly it is as close to mint as you can get without the plastic piece covering up the lcd screen <laughs> awesome well hey what are a few games on that that you just uh you know that you loved as a kid um, well, I loved, of course, Super Mario Land. I mean, that as bad as that game was and as awesome as that game was, I, I played it so many times. Um, I, I got most of my real good games here. Um, some of my favorites are right here because I kept all my boxes because I was a weird kid. Um, I loved uh, Love Me Some Revenge of the Gator, which was a really cool pinball game. Um, this this is one of the games that I probably played the most Um on the Game Boy, uh, played this game so so much. Uh, I was a big Final Fantasy fan, so all the Final Fantasy Legends were great. Uh, and then, of course, this one, uh, Metroid oh, Two: yeah. Return of Samus, which um, is not as good now because we got the really great uh, 3DS game, um, which is better in every way. Um, but I played so much Metroid on the Game Boy as well. Um, I. I, I at one point I think I had like 30 games or whatever. Um, not all the boxes because we would I would buy games off friends and things like that. And then my nephews started getting older, and my sisters like, oh, can can you just sell me some of the games because I can't afford to go to the store and buy them. They're way too expensive. So if I could I buy some off you for like 10 bucks a pop. And I sold a, a bunch of my old games that I didn't really care about. I, I, it's one of those things where uh, I'm I'm a collector and 
I got to a point where it was like, I don't want to do this collecting thing anymore. And I just started getting rid of things. Mm. Uh, and then I regretted it ever since. And then the same thing with my Nintendo powers, recycling them, which is just every time I think of that, like a tear forms in the corner of my eye and slowly trickles down my cheek as I think about getting rid of all those magazines. So you have the boxes from how old were you when you got those games? Um, well, I was born in the late seventies. Um, so I got these when, when did the Game Boy come out? Like 1989, 89. Um, so yeah, I was what 12, 13, whatever it was when, uh, when those came out, what is it? 91 is that one. This one's from 91. This one does not say 89. So yeah, I have all my original, all the games that I loved. I have all the original boxes uh, from back when I was a kid. They were on my shelf. Um, I've told this story on Nintendo Pulse a few times, but the reason why I kept all my boxes and I had Atari 2600, I had all the boxes for Atari 2600. I had a ColecoVision. I had all the boxes for ColecoVision. Sega Master System, all the boxes. And in my basement, I would put them up on shelves like a game store because my dream as a kid was to own a video game shop. So I would set up my own little mini video game shop in the basement. Then <laughs> uh, we had a flood and all that stuff was destroyed oh, except no. for my Nintendo stuff because my Nintendo stuff was up in my bedroom. Um, so that's the only reason why I still have all my Nintendo boxes and my original cartridges because all my Nintendo stuff was in my bedroom. My basement got two feet of water and every other video game system and and box and cartridge and what you name it um, all got destroyed because of that. So I'm pretty sure that's how my, my original NES went. I think we lost it. We lost it in a, there's a chance it's sitting in a shed at my mom's house, which probably is also flooded. Um, but I'm pretty sure we lost it in a, in a, uh, in a basement flood. I'll, was, I'd be surprised if we, if we didn't, if, if she still has it, it's going to have like grass growing in it. Like, so, you know, yeah, but yeah, that's crazy. dude. I would open my games probably like, just like rip them down the middle. Like, you know, like rip the cardboard, like let me at it, you know? So, yeah. um, yeah. not anymore though. You know, I was crazy about that stuff way back in the day. I don't, I don't really know why. Cause I'm not that kind of, I'm not a really neat person. Like everything else in my life is a mess, but then my video game stuff is all pristine and you get the, you put the gloves on when you, when you, when you uh, open up the boxes <laughs> and things like that. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I, one thing that I really wish from when I was a kid, other than I wouldn't have had all that stuff in the basement. So it was lost, uh, but I wish cell phones were around um, because the saddest picture that I could have ever taken was of the basement with two feet of water and all of my my Atari 2600 and all the other boxes were just floating on top of the water. And it was like all, all the boxes were just kind of sitting there and I'm staring at them and I'm just like, Oh man, this really sucks. Um, I wish I would have had a picture of that because that would have just been something to look back. No, at. you don't want to, you don't want to look back on that sadness. Well, the Nintendo powers give me a tear in my left eye and that would have given me a tear in my right eye and you would have just balanced it out. It would have okay. had both tears. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Keep yeah. the sadness equal. Um, well, moving on from the Game Boy, then what was uh, where did where did it go from there? Did you ever end up with an NES or? Yeah, yeah, I've I've had a couple of NESs over over my life. Um, I I bought uh, I bought one um, near the end of its life, um, and I've gotten a couple since then in some trades and things like that. Um, I I would um, we were big renters uh, on my street, so Saturday was go down to Video Stop, which was the uh, rental store that was like a block and a half away, two blocks away. And we would go down the list and we would rent every NES game that we haven't already played. So it doesn't matter how good it was or how bad it was. If we hadn't played it, we would rent it. So I probably played half of the NES library 
um, just because of of that renting games. Um, but all my friends on the street, um, they all had uh, they all had NESs and things like that. Um, so yeah, I've I've played all the classics on the actual hardware as I was a kid. Uh, but some of our favorites were Contra, uh, Chippendale, Ducktales, Punch Out, RC Pro Am. Uh, games like that would just we we'd while away the hours on on the weekend playing in my my buddy's basement um, or my other buddy's basement or my other buddy's basement and no one came over to play Sega Master System for some reason I don't know what it was <laughs> Alex it just wasn't uh, wasn't a game that everybody liked just wasn't wasn't pulling him in huh oh yeah, man uh, as you said uh, Chip and Dale's and stuff like um, I picked up the Saturday morning. Uh, or the Saturday afternoon collection or the, what are, I can't remember what they called the Disney afternoon collection. I think yep. on the yep. Xbox for eight bucks. I'm like, Oh, this is a sweet deal. Like it had more games than I thought. Why is that not yeah. on the switch? Like it's such a no brainer. Yeah. Like put it, you're going to put it on and you're going to sell and you'll sell it for $40 because the switch tax on top of it, right. and people will buy it up like crazy. Um, yeah. To buy all those cartridges now, like uh, DuckTales is, pretty expensive chippendale is not so expensive but all like ducktales 2 and chippendales 2 and and all those games like they're really really expensive the the sequels they didn't produce very many yeah um some people this is just the easiest way to play these games um and then get access to some of the games that maybe you didn't get a chance to play when you were a kid or if you were not born when they were around obviously this is the first time you're gonna get a chance to play them yeah, which they're so good. DuckTales was like the, one of the first games I could play through and through and through and through it. Just keep going through it. I loved it. So, um, yep. so what, what would you say is your favorite Nintendo console? Uh, for me, um, my favorite NES or my favorite Nintendo console is not the NES, surprising, even though I, I lusted after the NES for forever. Uh, it's the Super Nintendo. Um, I loved the hell out of Super Nintendo. Uh, one of my close friends um, that lived on my street, um, there was another rental place in the city um, and they had imports and we rented the Super Famicom uh, before the Super Nintendo was out and we played Super Mario World uh, on the, the Japanese Super Famicom uh, before you could actually get this, the Super NES up here. Um, love that game so much. Um, I, I picked up the Super NES and played Mario World for it seems like months and months and months uh, without really wanting to play anything else. It was such a, such an amazing title playing super Mario world. So um, all my, all my best memories uh, playing uh, like console games before CDs, it has to be the super Nintendo playing all the, the, the RPGs um, playing all the sports games as good or bad as they are playing mortal Kombat with the gray sweat instead of the blood <laughs> um street fighter um i'm up in canada um couldn't find street fighter for forever um i ended up going down to the states um on a trip and ended up buying uh street fighter 2 uh the championship edition it was like a hundred dollars us for just the cartridge i bought the capcom fighter power stick which was like this huge joystick with like arcade buttons on it uh, i probably spent like $5 million Canadian at the time to, to buy this stuff <laughs> and bring it back over there. Your um, dad took out man, a second mortgage or <laughs> oh, man, man. I sold one of my kidneys out there. It was, it was okay. <laughs> Good call. The Good call. The they were worth more back then. So they were, they yeah. were. Um, but yeah, like I've, I spent so much time playing the uh, super Nintendo. So that definitely has to be my, my favorite Nintendo console of all time. Are there any like, like obscure titles on that system that you're like, Oh, no one ever talks about this, but I loved it. I know this question's like out of left field. So it, it's okay. If you're like, no, 
<laughs> totally. Uh, there was a game, but now everybody says it's one of the best games on the system. And it, it was ActRaiser. Um, okay. I played that game. Uh, I bought that game. I played it like a thousand times and no one knew what ActRaiser was. Like no one that I talked to um, had ever played it. And they would come over and they're like, holy crap, this game is amazing. And they would go try to find a copy. But there was no eBay. There was no internet. There was no, the, the only way that you could possibly get it was mail order on the back of a magazine if they didn't have any locally. Um, but yeah, for, for years and years and years, I would talk, talk about ActRaiser and everyone's like, what's that? And um, but now everybody has has played it and they love it. So I guess that's the most obscure game that I uh, played a lot of. Um, I'm trying to think of does anything that else. cover yeah. kind of have like a like a guy with the sword kind of standing at an angle a little yeah, bit, like it's pointing it was a, the swords pointing really up. Weird. Yeah, a it was a, it was a really um, really weird box. Um, it, but I would always see it at Toys R Us because it was like the first game you'd always see, right? Because ActRaiser was like alphabetically it was like. Well, there's yeah. ActRaiser. I have no clue what this game is. Like, how did I never see anything in Nintendo Power about it? Or no, like you said, none of my friends ever talked about it. So I'm like, well, I ain't gonna take a risk on this. I've got, I've got sixty bucks for my one or two games a year, you know, or whatever, seventy five dollars at the time. I think, well, like Mario RPG, I was looking recently was like, like a ninety dollar Super Nintendo game or something crazy. crazy. It's crazy. So. Yeah, no, ActRaiser. The box art was lightning. So it was it was just like the the logo and it was lightning. Um, and then on the back of the box, there was uh, there was some some of the other pictures, like just the the typical the dude with the big sword. Um, it was just such a such an amazing game uh, way back in the day. Um, I'm so glad that I played it uh, back then. Um, and I'm glad that uh, people are playing it now. One of those games where uh, it didn't get a lot of love for many, many years. And um all of a sudden now everybody talks about it as one of the, the better games on the system. Okay. And then ActRaiser two had like the dude with wings standing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I totally remember the cover now I was thinking of something else, but that, co- yeah, I totally remember that cover. Totally. Um, yeah. ActRaiser was great. Um, what are some other games that I played a lot. Sim city. I played that like way more than I'm comfortable admitting in public. Um, <laughs> Nintendo. I played that so, so much. It was ridiculous. Um, Adventure Islands. Uh, I played a lot of Adventure Island. Okay. Um, one, two, and three. Um, oh, what else? Just so many games, man. The Super Nintendo was such a, such a special system. Like even like really terrible games like, um, uh, Ren and Stimpy and Vivas and Butthead and mm-hmm. and all those other games like they were terrible, but I played the hell out of them. The Simpsons games, um, they were just they were not good, um, but it was on the Super Nintendo, so it was okay. And thankfully, I didn't have to buy these terrible games. I could just rent them for a couple bucks and and never touch them again. Yeah, the, like Batman Returns was one of those stellar titles on the Super Nintendo, and I loved that one. Did you ever play a game called Utopia? I've asked a few other guests, and nobody has played it yet. So. Uh, utopia does not sound familiar it's kind of an rts except like it was more it was like an rts tower defense in a way like you would have to you'd have to get resources build your base build your defenses and wait for a um an army or whatever to attack you and Mm. i found out not too long ago you could actually play it with the mouse so now I'm nice. like, oh, I've got to pick this game up because it was a game that my my neighbor had that we would he would always bring over and we would play. It was it was one of those games that like if I came over and he was playing it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be so bored. But if he would let me borrow it, I was like, don't come over until I 
till I beat this or until I get past this level. Cause like it just was, it was, uh, um, it's no rampart no. on the NES. <laughs> That's I, uh, I, I just Googled it and I don't recognize that game at all. So I yeah. don't think that was one that uh, we ever played. That and Romance of the Three Kingdoms was the other one that oh, I would, yeah. uh, my uncle had that one and I would play it. And there's, I mean, there's literally like nothing happening on screen, like action wise, <laughs> you know? So I'm like, I shouldn't like this, but for some reason I do, you know, it's kind of how it went. <laughs> so, but okay. Well, let's talk about Nintendo Pulse, man. What, uh, what, what? You kind of gave us a little, little bit of a rundown there, but you guys have been doing this like 12 years, dude. Has they have yeah. hosts change over the years and that kind of stuff? Yeah. Uh, my first host uh, co-host was uh, started up with a guy named uh, Edgar Furse. Um, he did another podcast at the time. I did another podcast at the time. Uh, he found me because my show uh, using Libsyn way back in the day, um, my show was like in the top 20 of all the shows that were on Libsyn. So he was like emailing everybody and it's like, Hey, I, I listened to your show and it's really awesome. We should do some stuff. Uh, he had never actually listened to my show. He was just emailing me because we were on top of the list. He wanted to get some play. He wanted to rise up the ranks. <laughs> we started chatting a little bit and he's like, Oh, you're into games. I'm into games. This is cool. We should talk about games. Um, and then, uh, uh, yeah, we started up uh, a Nintendo uh, Nintendo show called DS Life, um, and um, yeah, it was all about the Nintendo DS um, DS Lite because that was the system at the time. Um, it's really rough going back and listening to like the, the first few episodes of that show. Um, it was definitely a different time, podcast wise, like technology and stuff like that just wasn't there. Um, but it was it's it was fun, man. I've been doing talking Nintendo for um, longer than my kids have been alive, um, so it's just a hobby that, uh, that I've had for, for many, many, many years. That's cool, dude. And so how often, like, do you guys do a show like this where it's live on Twitch and, and then yeah. you put it out on YouTube and pod, whatever lips and whatever you use now, I don't know, but yeah, we do all of our hosting ourselves. Um, so the show's available on, on pretty much every podcast platform. Um, you can check it out over at res TV, R E Z D dot TV. Um, but yeah, we do a show pretty much once a week. Um, sometimes we miss a week here and there just because we, um, this is both, uh, this is fun for both my, uh, myself and my co-host Stephen Munn. Um, we both have kids and family and stuff like that. So it's not always convenient to get a show in every week, but we try our, our darndest to do that. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we host a show. It's about an hour long. We stream it on Twitch. Um, it's available on our site. Um, it's also available on YouTube if you want to watch the video version. But um, but yeah, uh, we, I basically at, at one point I ran a m- number of websites um, all about different podcasts. So we had like the We Spot page. We had the DS Life podcast page. We had a PSP podcast page and it was all this stuff. And then we combined them into a network called VG Podcasts and ran that for for many, many years as VG podcasts. Um, but then we wanted to diversify a little bit. Um, cause myself and my, my co-hosts and other people got together and were like, well, we want to, we want to do other shows that aren't video game related. So that's where res TV came from, was just a, a way to create kind of like a, a network page, um, that, uh, pretty much any kind of show could live there. Um, so on res TV right now, um, I think there's a dozen, a dozen active shows, um, that are on there right now. And I host a number of them, but not all of them. Um, so it's good to see, uh, every time I, I open up the page and there's a bunch of new shows that have been posted that I did not host. It's, uh, it's pretty cool to see that stuff happen. Yeah, that's very cool. So, and the, the kind of the, the, um, 
the way you guys do Nintendo Pulse, it's kind of just talk about the current news, that kind of stuff. Is that more the focus? Yeah. So um, myself and my co-host will uh, will talk about um, kind of what we've been playing. We do kind of what our pickups have been. Um, every once in a while, we go on retro kicks. So we'll buy like a stack of cartridges or whatever. We talk about that stuff. Um, we talk about all the games um, that were current games that we're playing, uh, and then we get into kind of like the top five, six news items. Um, we're not like like we don't hit every single story that comes out in a week just because there's other podcasts for that. But we talk about the big ones, the ones that are interesting to us. And, uh, and we kind of just talk about things from a, a long time Nintendo fan standpoint. Um, someone that's been covering like the, the gaming industry for, for over a decade. Um, you can kind of, you can kind of make predictions and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's really cool to look at at some Nintendo news and say, okay, well this is cool. Um, on the top, it's it's like the, the the candy coating on top of it is really cool. But what this really means is um, is this or this or this. So we'll sometimes do deep dives on on things like that as well. So yeah, it's uh, kind of like our standard format we've been doing for years and years. So it might seem kind of tired now because it seems like every podcast kind of does that now. But uh, we've been doing it for for so long, it's kind of tough to to mix up the uh, the recipe um, these days. I got you. That's the word format that I could not remember while I was trying to ask that question. I'm like, why do I want to keep saying layout? I'm just going to blame it on my current state. When the when my wife went to the hospital, I was out for 38 hours straight. Oh, so that was uh, that was that's. I'm still recovering, so I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. listeners. The fact this, that word sense make out mouth yours uh, yeah. amazes yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> after after all the stuff that's going on in your life, dude, that's just it's been crazy but hey you kind of segued us perfectly into what have you been playing uh, a lot of stuff man um it's the switch is so amazing um i i'm a big like well game boy uh i'm a big portable gamer um uh, my favorite nintendo games mostly have been portable over like all the generations uh because i was from from game boy to Game Boy Advance to uh, DS and stuff like that. It seems like I play the most games portably. That's where the Switch is awesome because I can play uh, the games portably. So um, I've been playing a lot of Skyrim. Uh, put I think I've put about 60 hours into that. Whoa. I did about 30 hours uh, f- um, into it for my review that, that came out the Thursday before the game came out. So I was just like just heads down playing this game like mad. Um, I've already put about four, 300 400 hours into Skyrim since like the PlayStation three and PlayStation four versions. So I played the game a lot. Um, and I, I absolutely love it. So I've been putting many, many hours into the switch version. Um, also been playing, um, Marvel superheroes two. uh, thanks to WB games. They sent me a review copy, which is, um, just amazing. Um, I do another show called inside Lego all about Lego games. So kind of, kind of works that way. Nice. Uh, the good thing is I've been getting all the Lego games on switch now, so I can kind of cover both shows. It's been uh, fantastic. Um, if, uh, if you've played any of the other Lego Marvel games, um, this one is kind of the same, except the story is fantastic. Not that the other ones weren't, but the story is really, really good. And there's uh, something like 300 characters in the game, and wow. they're all individually voiced. Like it's it's ridiculous. Really? Um, yeah, like weird one off characters from like crossovers, like the Spider Verse characters. All of them pretty much are in the game. Like Spider Ham is in here. Uh, Throg, which was like Thor, the the frog version of Thor uh, during like this crazy uh, crossover stuff that they did. Um, there's even a character that they made that TT Games made uh, called um, 
uh, Carnum, uh, which is basically a mixture of Carnage and Venom. And they actually made a character with Marvel. And the first place you can play it is in this video game. Um, pretty, pretty amazing. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of Lego games. So, um, I love all of them, so, but this one, I'm a huge Marvel zombie from way back in the day. So uh, playing through this and just seeing like weird one-off characters, which should not be in a video game, yet they are, and they're awesome, has been uh, fantastic. Did So one of the games I was impressed with on the Switch was Lego Ninjago movie game, mm. right? And what impressed me is that it felt like it progressed the whole Lego um, shtick from this like kids game to really like an arcade brawler. And I was, I was, I was impressed by that. Does the Marvel game have that same kind of feel to it or does it go back to the, uh, you'll be happy to know that none of that made its way into this video game, um, uh, which is kind of kind of depressing. So this is this is more like old school Marvel okay. run to a character and slam on your Y button repeatedly until that until they explode into a bunch of, of Lego pieces. Um, it's kind of sad. Um, the way TT games works normally is they kind of have like two main um, development teams. Um, TT Fusion kind of does more of the um, building the engine out. Um, so I guess when they built that engine out um, for Ninjago, um, not a lot of that new stuff that they added made its way into this game. I'm hopeful that whatever comes out next from TT Games will have some of that stuff in it. Okay. So there's no multi-builds. There's no um, new battle system, really. Um, it's it's kind of more like the the old school ones. Um, the really cool thing about this one is the op- the overworld is this one huge huge map so um the story is basically um an enemy is uh basically grabbing um really cool things from all over time not just the world so you have um like the avengers um mansion you have parts of um of uh what is it new york noir so some of those characters you have asgard you have um you have nowhere you have like all the the big kind of areas from all the different movies and and a lot of the different crazy comic um, stories have all been pulled together and they're all in one huge world now. So you can basically as Spider-Man, you can swing across and you can swing across Asgard. And the next thing you know, you're, uh, you're, you're in, um, I don't know, uh, you're, you're in like New York and you're swinging through New York and then you go to another place and you're in like Egypt um, because there's, there's um, pyramids and everything there. So it's, it's, it's really cool. Um, but I'm a big, I'm a huge Marvel fanboy, So, um, this really gets my juices flowing when I'm playing and I unlock a character that was in one comic that I happened to read at the, the time when it came out and it's just like, Holy crap, that dude's there. That's amazing. <laughs> um, and they're all like individually voiced and everything. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, but it is, it's fantastic. Cool. And were you holding another game there too? Yeah. Um, Skylanders Imaginators. I picked it up on the Switch because it was Black Friday and I could get it for half price because I wasn't going to spend $80 Canadian for this game. Um, and I've been playing it and I'm a, I was a I was a huge Skylanders fan. Um, my kids were growing up. Um, they were really young right about the time when the first Skylanders came out and they loved it. They loved putting the characters on the portal and all that stuff. Um, so I've been a fan um, mainly because I've been picking up for my kids and then buying some of the uh, some some of the characters to to keep playing um, myself as well, um, but Skylanders Imaginators on the Switch did something completely different. There is no portal, um, so you grab your Skylanders character and you basically tap it like an amiibo, and oh. it gets loaded into the game into one big menu. Um, so if you want to 
choose a character that you own. You don't actually have to go find that toy and tap it on your screen or tap it on your controller. Um, you basically just choose it from a menu now, which um, for a portable system makes total sense. Um, so I picked it up because it was cheap and I, things like this. I'm a, I'm a big collector. Um, so I see that and I'm just like, oh, if I only bought these eight things, I could do all this other stuff. And I'm looking at the money they're going to be spending on this game that I picked up because it was cheap. And I'm really angry at myself a little bit for picking it up. <laughs> um, we're going to take a, a quick, just a little rabbit trail. Is that sound wave behind you on your shelf? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted, that's the original like metal arms and everything. Uh, no, this is uh, this is one that my wife bought me for Christmas one year. Okay, and it is the Japanese re-release of the original uh, Generation One okay. from Japan. So it's it's this weird thing that she had to import in. Um, but yeah, it even has like all the little cassette tapes and stuff oh, like yeah. that. It's, uh, yeah, that's awesome, I got, dude. I have I the original like metal one still. So nice. I was like, nice. I have that same thing on my. <laughs> I think mine's buried in a box right now. But sorry, funny. sorry for the rabbit trail. But I had, I just, I see a transformer, an old one especially. I'm like, um, yeah, we gotta talk. It's about funny. This. I have, I have a bunch of transformers from when I was a kid. Um, and we were talking about transformers one day and I told her, Oh, the one that I always wanted was Soundwave, and I wanted all the cassettes and I never got it. And it was sad. And I saw it in, in stores at one point and I was just like, Oh, they're re-releasing it. That's really cool. And she filed that away in her, uh, her, uh, file folder in her brain. And, uh, she was looking for a gift one year for me and she went looking for it and they, and that re-release that they made, uh, in like, I think, late 90s early 2000s didn't exist anymore um it just couldn't buy it anymore uh, because they sold out so she still wanted to get it so she went to some crazy japanese import shop um online and ordered it and it was just like japanese re-release and it was just like it was crazy she went through she jumped through all sorts of hoops just to uh, make my christmas which was pretty awesome that's incredible dude that's incredible well as far as games i've been playing i haven't been playing a ton but i did a little more mario odyssey you know, getting through the, uh, getting through, getting more stars. I'm at, I'm, I think I'm just under 400 stars now. So, um, still got a ways to go for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been playing Skyrim on the go, like, which has been cool. I probably have a total of like three to four hours <laughs> into it, maybe <laughs> max. Um, cause I'm just, it's just, uh, it's, it's nice that it actually can be kind of bite-sized cause you just sleep the switch and, and go for yeah. it, you know, and just put it down. Um, but then tonight we went to visit my wife and we brought the switch along and we played snipper clips, um, her and my daughter and myself. And, uh, um, I, I bought the physical uh, copy of, uh, of that game to be able to have more stuff. I, we popped it in and we were going to have to do the tutorial again. And I'm like, I don't remember how long this took. And we wanted to play three player immediately. So I ended up just going back to my, um, digital, uh, copy so we could do the dojo and the, uh, um, the, the hockey and the basketball. So much fun. So much fun. Um, I did pick up the resident evil, um, revelations and was surprised to learn that the second game is completely, uh, digital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and they put the awesome? I'm I'm holding it up right now, but they put that ugly white uh internet download and a micro SD card required at the top of the front of the box like stop ruining the artwork. It's almost mm -hmm. like they know why uh 
what that you know hey they buy this stuff because they like the artwork let's ruin the artwork so they'll just buy digital <laughs> like come on right. guys it's, it's ridiculous on. i i personally hate that as well um the fact that they keep ruining the boxes with more big big other boxes on the boxes um when i heard that the second one was a download only is there a code in it or does it just download from inside the cartridge no there's a code oh yeah that's and it's worse. just it's just an ugly white the inside of it's just ugly and there's there's a, you know some legal stuff that's it i mean the cartridge literally just says resident evil revelations it doesn't even mention two you know it, it's just weird it's strange to me but uh wow um <laughs> kirby geek says it's more than they uh more than they don't have faith in people so they have to make it as noticeable as possible yeah exactly what Probably do you mean i have to have internet and a s i mean and revelations 2 is no joke 26 gigs yeah you yeah know? it's not a not a tiny game which is crazy some people uh bought both of them digital and i can't imagine that that takes up your whole 64 gig um sd card so you have to buy a bigger one just to hold that one game it's uh it's crazy yeah it's nuts um one of the things we did this weekend guys i always mention my uncle he turned 50 we did a surprise party for him all of us chipped in got him a switch his son moved out when he was when skyrim was uh the hot game on the 360 so he mm-hmm. took his 360 with him and so he never got to play skyrim so we got him the switch and skyrim and uh i got him a 128 gig card the glass nice. screen protector like just got him set up and uh i'm i'm thinking he hasn't like I haven't heard from him since, which is probably a good sign. Probably means he's, uh, you know, he's just like neck deep in Cheeto dust and, uh, come up for air yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was super cool. And what was great is because he turned 50 and, uh, I wanted to make sure he keeps that heart rate up. I wrapped the entire box in duct tape and then, and then, uh, he had my, my, uh, nephews who are like four and or five and six just help him go to town so i'm watching this box tumble knowing there's a switch inside just tumbling with it but it didn't affect it it still worked out and and uh yeah it was it was cool it, because it took them so long i was able to like facetime my wife while she was in the hospital so she could kind of be a part of the party and stuff so it was uh it was a good time for sure so um as far as upcoming releases the big one xenoblade chronicles 2 is that on your list it is. It wasn't for the longest time. I was like, uh, I played, I played a Xenoblade before and I don't know. It's a little too, I, I love, I love JRPGs. Don't get me wrong, but it was, it was a little bit too grindy for me where I just don't have that time anymore. Um, so it was kind of, it was like, Oh cool. This is coming out. I don't really want it. Uh, and I would kind of avoided it, uh, avoided all the news or whatever. Uh, then I watched the, the last direct and all of a sudden it it found its way into my Amazon wish list, um, which then became a pre-order, um, which then didn't become a pre-order, which then became a pre-order again. Uh, I don't even know where I have to check to see if it's still pre-ordered or not. Um, I, I think I'm going to pick it up. I don't know if it's going to be a day one thing for me. Uh, I just got so many games to play right now. Mm-hmm. I, I got all these Black Friday games that were picked up for next to nothing, which are still on route to me. Uh, so I will probably be playing a lot of those um, and maybe uh, I'll wait until the new year to play Xenoblade Chronicles too. But it, uh, it looks fantastic. It's definitely a game that I'm going to want to play. Yeah, I almost got it tonight. I walked into Best Buy and they had it available. Oh, no. And I was like... Hmm. This will make for some interesting YouTube videos. And so I'm like, Hey, can I get the, can I get the limited edition? 
and the guys in the back are like, this game is street dated for the first. Like we can't sell it to you. And I'm like, okay, fine. Can I just buy the one that's sitting out front? And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, you've got Xenoblade sitting right there. I saw it when I walked in the store. We do. <laughs> like, yes, you do. So they immediately grabbed them all off the shelf. <laughs> and, and wow. went and put them back and they're like our computer won't even sell them because <laughs> the man formerly known as Destinot says can't or won't they said the computer won't even do it if it's street dated so um yeah. and it's had the one the one checker continued to help me he's like hey it's out i'm selling it to you no matter what and then he got moved to somebody else so i was like duh blast and then i'm like well can i pre-order it and uh the the guy's like i've never done that before i'm like i'm just gonna do it from my phone i'll see you later (laughs) like i can't i can't uh i can't handle this a van pull outside with and a bunch of guys in black suits and dark sunglasses jump out and like escort that guy away uh for (laughs) trying to break street date on nintendo they probably would have they probably would i was just thinking like this can be good for youtube views i think (laughs) so well let's get into our new news man uh animal crossing pocket camp second mm-hmm. most downloaded app at 15 million mario run at 32 million but this game's yeah. way more profitable than uh the mario run they're gonna make a they're gonna make bank on this game um i've i've spent money on it uh which i said i wouldn't do um <laughs> but they had, a, they, had, they had a whole bunch of like oh opening weekend sale get a bunch of stuff and i was like oh Okay, I'll buy that. And then I, wa- I wanted to, I wanted to make my uh, my camper look less lame um, than all the other campers that I saw. So I wanted the the cool like flame paint job, and I was short like forty leaf bucks to do that. So I was like, I'll just pay a buck and, and get all my leaf bucks, and because it's on sale right now, it's amazing. And then after that, I bought it, and I'm like, yeah, look at that, and I'm like. I just spent real money to get a paint job for my virtual camper. What am I doing here? Um, but I'm still playing it. I, I'm I'm loving the hell out of uh, Pocket Camper. Right <laughs> I'm enjoying it too. Like I saw I saw some tweets today of people that are like, "You guys, if this wasn't Animal Crossing, you realize what it is, right? It's not actually fun. You're not. It's like, hey, you know what? It's got the Animal Crossing music. It's got the Animal Crossing charm. Like, yeah, it's basically a game that's just a bunch of tiny fetch quests. But I find myself sitting playing Animal Crossing with one hand while I'm watching, you know, watching something on TV or or whatever. Like, and yeah, like Kirby Geek says, but it has the animals, so who cares, right? And uh, I don't well know. Done, a lipstick uh, on a pig. Oh my gosh, this guy, this guy, hatred shaped like a man. That's he's got to live up to his name. Um, nice. And it's a yeah, it's, it's a time waster it, for for the real one. That's right. Totally. It, it's, it's, it's great. Um, it looks good. It plays good. It sounds good. The animation is there. Um, it's definitely a free to play, like click fast, like you either wait or you spend money. Um, but I've played Simpsons tapped out. I've played the Futurama game. I played Farmville way back in the day. Like I played a lot of these games as time wasters. So none of that really bothers me. Um, but there are some people that are really down on it saying Nintendo is kind of ruining the IP. Um, I, I don't know. I think the board game, uh, on the Wii U ruined the IP a little bit. So I think uh, this can only, this can only bring the IP back in a lot of people's eyes. Cause it is, it's getting a lot of play. Uh, I, I hear people in public talking about it, which um, I don't think I heard for Mario, for, um, for Mario crossing or Mario run rather, um, or the fire emblem game. So um, people are playing it, people are enjoying it. Uh, and I think 
if they can tie this into the, the future Switch version whenever that comes out, uh, I think that's going to get a lot of people to maybe buy the Switch version if they're loving this game and they can get a bigger game with less timers and having to spend real money to get your your virtual leaf bucks. Um, I, I think that'll that'll be good for Nintendo. You're talking 15 million people mm-hmm. have downloaded this thing, right? Yeah. One of the next news, like one of the things we have is a rumored direct for the end of this year. We're going to just jump. We're going to, we're going to combine these two right now. The reason yep. is their website does, they show a kind of placeholder that is uh, very typical for when they're going to be, do- when they are going to be doing a direct right now, I feel like is the time to drop the news that animal crossing is coming out on the switch and make it be early February. And then anybody that misses that direct Oh, hey, there's a notice on my phone for the 15 million people that are playing this game going, this is pretty fun. Oh, look at that. There's a full game coming out on the Switch in a couple months. Oh, I I better, you know, and just keep that, keep that marketing ball rolling. Like, I mean, look, Animal Crossing, it's already a huge, a huge, uh, it's a system seller for some people. Some people are like my, my wife. She's like, oh, I'll buy the Switch when animal cross i'll buy my own switch when animal crossing comes out you know that's that's what she said all along so um i I think that would be i'm that's what i'm kind of hoping if there's this rumor direct comes out before the end of the year i i really hope we get to see uh and hear something animal crossing while it's fresh on people's minds because i mean look a lot of people will play this game for a certain amount of time but they sometimes they have a shelf life that's not very long, right? It's not like a it's not like a Candy Crush game that's a puzzle game that you continue to try to better your score or something like that. You could try to get more, you know, campers on your site and that kind of thing, but I mean, I can see the appeal not being nearly as much as yeah. as something that was like a puzzle game. So, I mean, sure. I think they should strike while it's uh, while it's hot. Yeah, totally. There's rumors, uh, or not even rumors, there's some leak screenshot, or not leak screenshots, um, uh, official art posted on Twitter um, with some items that aren't in-game yet, and that is a whole bunch of Christmas-themed items. And I think what they can do is they can keep they can keep pumping this game up just by adding new themes into it. Um, I I had a really bad Animal Crossing addiction on the GameCube, but like I had to have every I had to have every single thing in my catalog. Um, so I would play the game crazy amounts of time just to get all the all the different items, turn on every day, do your weeding, do all that stuff. Um, there's a little bit of draw um, in this game as well. Like I want to complete uh, the catalogs and get all the the furniture and whatnot. Um, but if they keep adding stuff, I mean, there's going to be people like me and and other huge Animal Crossing fans, bigger bigger than myself, that are going to want to get all those items as well. They're going to want to get the the Christmas set. They're going to want to get the Valentine set and the Easter set. And oh, it's a summer summer barbecue set with a whole bunch of like lawn darts and all this other crazy stuff. And if they can keep coming up with like kind of themed items and events, um, I could see this this game being played by probably not the same 15 million people, but I could see a lot of um, daily active users um, across uh, iOS and Android, um, just people that want to play that and they want to get all the new stuff that is coming out. And then, like you said, if the direct hits near the end of this, this year and they talk about Animal Crossing, they talk about Smash, they talk about um, maybe some other games that are coming in the first few months of next year. Um, that's going to also push Switch sales, which I don't think Nintendo really needs to do. I, I think 
the switch is doing okay. Um, but if it's going to get some people kind of like frothing at the mouth over the, the Christmas holidays about all the games are going to be coming in like February, March, April of next year. Uh, and if one of them is Animal Crossing, holy crap, it's going to, the internet's going to shut down for, for a little bit when that direct happens. <laughs> yeah. If you had, if you had smash and animal crossing in the same, the same totally. direct dude, like it's game over, baby game over, man <laughs> game over. Kirby gigs says, yeah, the board game did way worse for the series than the phone game. Yeah. It's, it's totally true. Like this game is fun. There are fun, like you can kind of just get into that. And like, there's sometimes that I would just spend my evening going and catching bugs on the island and then turn that into like a quarter million bells when I was all done, you know, or even make a million bells in a night, depending on uh, how things were going with the, with the Beatles on new leaf. You can kind of do that in this. It's not, there's not, it's a little bit easier, but you're playing it with one hand. So, I mean, you know, for, for what it is as a phone game, I, I like it. I mean, even Mario run, like, I played through the, like one of the remix, the 10 remix stages the other day, just to, Hey, I just want to check this out again. It's, it's fun. It's a one handed Mario game. So, um, Oh boy. I hope he comes back. There he is. Okay. Screen went black for a second. looks like our internet's fading, but uh, are you still with me? I'm still with you. You went okay. a little, little, uh, little cyborg-y, but I think you're back. Yeah, you're the same. So cool. Discord, please, please don't, <laughs> don't let us down. So, uh, let's talk about Mario cereal with an amiibo connected yeah, to the man. box. How weird is that? How weird is that? The supposedly Reddit says, no, it's false. I had uh, Matt from hello Nintendo posting in the discord saying, this is not this. They they've already disproved it. But then mm-hmm. I went on to brick brick seek. I'm on it right now. And it says, that all three of the targets closest to me have it. I'm sorry. I mean, it says they have it in their, um, it's in their inventory or whatever, but it's just out of stock and it's three mm-hmm. bucks a box. Yep. That's a $3, a $3 Amiibo. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. I, I saw this story. Uh, I saw, um, a tweet i can't remember who tweeted it and they just tweeted out the the box the box art because it is a box of cereal and i was like oh that's that's cool that's a great photoshop um and then didn't think anything of it and then a little bit later i saw some other people talk about it. it's like oh my god the the nintendo cereal system is coming back and oh it's gonna be amazing and i'm like is this real so i looked at the box art a little bit more and those like it's it's a cereal with mush with um marshmallows um there's mushrooms and there's question mark boxes and they don't look like any other marshmallow that i've ever seen and it doesn't look like something that someone just like quickly doctored up in photoshop and i'm like huh maybe this thing really exists and i know um i i know kellogg sometimes does like these crazy one-off cereals every once in a while um and this looks like maybe that's that's what this one is um so i started thinking maybe this is real and then i saw on reddit people saying no it's fake it's fake it's fake it's fake it's like oh okay i was tricked all right that's fine but then wario 64 posts today that it looks like it's it's on brick seek it's um it shows in the inventory system for a bunch of targets and and a bunch of other stores um so this might actually be a thing i don't know i i if it if it is i will buy a box for sure um for i don't like marshmallows in my cereal but my kids do so they can eat the cereal i'll use the amiibo to see what crazy costume it's going to unlock in super mario odyssey um, but 
like everything to do with the switch has brought me back to my feelings as when I was a kid, um, how Nintendo was magical. All their games were awesome. The Nintendo seal of quality meant something. Nintendo um, cereal was terrible, but I wanted it and I bought it. Um, I had Nintendo two bags in one box. Who does that? exactly right like then i was like oh all they need to do is announce a cartoon and it's like well they partner with with dreamworks to do an animated video and it's just like oh my gosh this this is i'm having a second childhood here this is amazing um so yeah i I really hope that uh, the serial is real just uh just to relive a a little little chunk of my uh of of myself being a little kid i I love it man i love it (laughs) kirby says it better be a costume of him just wearing the box of Cereal. just just wearing the cereal box with a milk mustache his mustache turns into a milk mustache <laughs> so who knows of course i would uh kirby geek asked in our discord um how many how many are you gonna buy if this is real and i said all of them so mm-hmm. you gotta have all the amiibo so if there's amiibo involved i gotta have them all is there gonna be more than one box is it gonna be like is there gonna be multiple boxes is there gonna be a luigi box Ooh. I don't know. I, I hope so. Who I hope knows? they keep coming out. Like, like these amiibo. Car- oh, I thought I had my cards by me. I don't. Uh, the amiibo cards. The fact that they're like they're a buck and it's an amiibo. I'm surprised that Nintendo hasn't done more stuff with that type of that type of form factor. Why they haven't released a master set of like Smash Brother amiibo, which is all just like a a, a deck of cards or whatever that has all the Smash Brother ones. Uh, but if they start putting it into other things, like you buy, uh, you buy a plush, um, a, I don't know, Yoshi or something, and it's scannable, not like the other Yoshi Amiibos, which were really expensive, but just like a normal twenty dollars Nintendo plush that will then scan as a Yoshi. Um, it, I mean, it's it's super cheap for them to do that with the NFC technology, and if they start putting that in everything, um, I this could mean some really interesting things in the future where um, there's going to be like one-off um, plushes going to be different, like, I don't know, t-shirts or something weird um, that is all going to be a, an amiibo. That's going to do something in like animal crossing or the next Mario game. It's, it's uh, I don't know. It, it kind of excites me a little bit. Yeah, dude, it's it, and here. Okay. And this is a good point. And when you and I talked about this off air, um, uh, formerly known as Destinot, uh, said, uh, look at posts. Like I'm on post consumerbrands.com, right? Mm-hmm. You scroll down. It's got all kinds of Mario stuff. Like, um, yep. like a recipe super stash Mario cereal. It, it's it cereal isn't. that has Mario odyssey on it. And right. I'm like, well, Nintendo's done that before where they work with different companies that are kind of in the same, the same industry. So it's not super unbelievable, but it is kind of odd if if Post is running this huge Switch prize pack contest uh, and then their competitor is getting the whole Mario cereal. You think they would be not too happy with that? And you, <laughs> this box looks not janky enough for the old. I mean, the old Nintendo cereal was like, like this is like the off brand of off brands. The way the old Nintendo cereal looked, like this can't be good for me, mom. But I don't care. I have to have it. I have yep. to have it. So <laughs> I don't know. Crazy uh, ukulele coming out on the fourteenth. Did hell freeze over that is the true question um is this a pickup for you 
Uh, I don't know, man. I, I was super excited about this game when it was first announced. Um, I didn't back the Kickstarter uh, because I, I had recently been burnt by a couple other Kickstarters and I was like, you know what? I'm not backing any more Kickstarters. Mighty number nine? <laughs> not no thankfully i dodged that bullet but there's been a there's been a couple <laughs> kickstarters that just haven't shipped so I, I backed this thing called the 90s arcade racer um which was supposed to be like uh daytona kind of styled uh racing games and it was supposed to come to the wii u um i even backed it at a level where i was going to get a, a vg podcast billboard in the game and i saw like the mocked up screenshots and it was like oh this is going to be awesome my site is going to be in the game this is amazing uh and then it just it's never shipped and now the wii u isn't a thing um the game doesn't look like it's coming at all so i spent a, a bunch of money that is never going to come back but anyway all that stuff was kind of happening around the time and i was like not nah, ukulele no i'll pick it up when it comes out then it got kind of mediocre reviews and i ended up not picking it up on any of the other consoles now it's on the switch and it's like oh, well it, it would feel right at home on the switch like this kind of game belongs in a nintendo platform um but it's been out for so long i don't, I don't know if i can do it i don't know how about you I got to see more about this game. Is there, is it a physical? I don't even know if it's just, if it's just, uh, if it's just digital, there's a good chance I'm going to skip it. Cause, um, I, I wasn't a huge band banjo kazooie fan. Like it was fine. It just not, it just wasn't, uh, it just wasn't, uh, for me and Kirby geeks is not yet. So there you go. If it gets a physical, I'll definitely pick it up just to keep that collection going. But, uh, um, otherwise it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hard, it's a hard pass, hard no for me. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it, it, it looks good enough and I know it's a game that I'm going to have fun with, but I mean, there's just so many titles. Like it, it, it seems like every day an independent developer comes out and says, um, this version on the switch sold 10 times more than all the other versions combined. And you know, like there, it's going to be this, this indie darling, um, for, it's going to be like the new Vita for independent games um and, and there's just so many amazing games that are coming out each and every week where not to say ukulele isn't a good game but i uh, i mean I, I don't know i think there's gonna be other things for me to play in in the near future there definitely is there's so much to play um overcooked is getting a digital or a physical release yeah. um a, as well as we uh we talked about uh, i think maybe last episode was the uh, uh wonder boy I believe that's yeah. what it's called. That's getting a, a physical as well. So, um, yeah. I'm, you know, so I have a question here from a hatred shaped like a man. If a Barbie switch game comes out physical, will you buy it? Tell the truth. Yes, I will. Mm-hmm. I will. I'm going to, I eventually have farm simulator, you know? So, um, and monster truck monster jam or whatever. That's got like everywhere I look has one star, like <laughs> literally like the, I, it might be as bad as the troll and I, I think if I, I may have to set some, like, like some kind of goal that if this happens, I will play all the way through the troll and I or complete monster jam. <laughs> have you cracked troll and I yet? Have you popped it into negative your ghost rider? <laughs> Good. Uh, I, good. I don't i don't i i don't want to i don't want to so um you have no shame you are correct you are correct <laughs> kirby geeks says i'll buy two so i can keep one sealed no mm-hmm. um we kind of just just quickly because of animal crossing talked about this rumor directs coming out but i mean um and we mentioned smash and stuff but like honestly what uh what do you what do you really think you know, you, you were talking about um, being in this for so long. 
being able to predict some things and whatnot. Like I, I, I kind of want to hear your predictions on, on what you think this might actually be. Sure. I, it's one of those things where um, the old Nintendo, I'd say there'd be no big announcement and it's going to be sadness um, and they're not going to tell us about any good games. Um, but then the switch happened and Nintendo had these huge hits coming out basically once every month, there's going to be a big game, whether it's a Nintendo published game or um, for one of their big AAA um, third party developers. Um, I, I don't really know what a direct at the end of the year could possibly be like the only game that we know um, for sure is coming um, is Metroid. Uh, we don't know when uh, we also know that there's a Kirby and a Yoshi. So maybe we could get um, dates. Maybe one of them is going to be coming out in February. Um, but I think if they're going to do something near the end, I don't know if a direct is going to come. I, I kind of think they're probably going to wait until next year. Um, but uh, it's really hard to predict Nintendo sometimes uh, when it comes to the things like that. Uh, but I think they, they really have to start kind of outlaying um, kind of the release plans for February to like E3. So we're going to have to find out maybe one, one more game, one more big game, um, Animal Crossing uh, S- Smash would be kind of a no-brainer. It would be kind of easy for them to just port that over, add a whole pile of new characters, and come up with a new set of amiibo. Don't just do, for don't do that to me. Player two for every Smash amiibo. <laughs> oh, my wife would leave me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if we if we talk about the games that we know are coming out, right? Yep. Kirby, Yoshi, Metroid. Pokemon. Pokemon, yeah. Right. Yep. But we right. don't really have, like, pretty much all those games just kind of got, like, placeholders, right? Just kind of a single, like, here's, here's, this game's coming out. I would say, and I could be wrong, and I want guys and I want you guys and gals in chat to, uh, um, to correct me if, if you, if you, if you disagree. Um, but all of those titles that we know of other I mean, other than I mean, Pokemon's huge. So I'm going to kind of, but we don't even know when that is come week. We don't know when any of those four games, those big hitters are coming out. Um, it f- fire emblem. Is there another fire emblem coming out that I'm, I, I remember hearing something about it. So, but even that's kind of niche, right? I mean, even on the, it has half the downloads on the iOS versus Animal Crossing even. So, sure. so a game like Animal Crossing, I would say is like a heavy hitter, right? Kirby, not necessarily a heavy hitter. No offense, Kirby geek. Yoshi, not necessarily a heavy hitter. Metroid Prime, not necessarily a heavy hitter. Like there's, it has a fan base, but it not, it's not those, those like hype games that like are going to like probably sell systems. Yeah. But you These take, are all going to sell a million copies. This isn't going to be like the, um, 50% of switch owners own these titles kind of games. Um, it's, it's not a Mario, it's not a Mario 64. It's not a smash. Um, either of them, like for all those games, we, we don't, we don't really even know what they are. They, they're just called Kirby and Yoshi. We don't really know what the title of them is. Uh, there was some stuff, um, during E3 treehouse was playing the Yoshi game and uh, there was kind of a title that was bandied about. I can't remember what, what it was. Um, but that looked like a fully playable game. So maybe that's been done for a while. Like Nintendo likes to do, they like to finish games and, and put them on the shelf to age a little bit and then release them. I I still think one of those is going to be a surprise release come February or something where 
all the new Switch owners are going to play their Mario Odysseys and their Breaths of the Wild, um, Splatoon and all that stuff. And then there's going to be a game that's going to be early New Year. Um, and it's going to be one of those, either Yoshi or Kirby, um, just to give um, some, some I don't know, a, a jolt of, of blood back into the system a little bit. Um, and then we'll find out that Animal Crossing is coming in May and then Smash is coming in June and and we'll get we'll get those numbers. But those probably or those dates rather, but those probably will not come until next year. I don't think. Yeah, I th- basically the, the, the point I'm trying to make is I think if we get a direct, we're going to get at least one heavy hitter from yeah. Nintendo. And I and I don't think that. um I, and and I, I I'm sorry I I was reading chat but I I do think we might even see some of these new IPs that Nintendo um, has been talking about that they're that they're going to continue forward with new IPs you know and I mean and there's a handful of of niche games and uh, you know and I just I'm kind of throwing that term around loosely but I mean games like a get a third Louis, Luigi's Mansion going sure you know get uh, yeah. get a, a fourth depending on what you count the DS game, a fourth Pikmin game, right? Right. Something like that. Yeah. There's, they still have a vast library. I mean, look, Kid Icarus could use a reboot, you know, another Donkey Kong game. And, uh, you know, and I don't know, I don't know how well Donkey Kong games do. I'd have to look it up, but I mean, retro knocked it out of the park with uh, tropical freeze. Sure. But the complaint was that the game was too tough, you know? So, yeah. Um, and but, it is, it's a really tough game. Like I, thinking, thinking more about what could happen in a December direct. I think if, if one does happen, the probably the only thing we're going to talk about is DLC for super Mario odyssey. We're going to get, we're going to get uh, like new super Mario. U. there was new super Luigi. U, which yeah. was kind of like, you could play through the whole game as other characters. That's pretty, uh, pretty simple for Nintendo to do. Uh, but maybe DLC comes out. Uh, first one hits on, I don't know, Christmas Eve or something. And it gives you two new worlds to check out. Um, and then uh, you could, there's going to be a DLC season pass. that's going to give an, another do- a half dozen uh, worlds over the next year or something. Um, they could come out in December, announce that because there's going to be a, lot of super mario odysseys under the tree um and um yeah do do stuff like that uh, I, I think that would totally make sense and what's great too the way they kind of left well i don't know it's kind of a spoiler i guess i'm glad i caught myself <laughs> but they left themselves open after you complete the game that you right. could totally play through as other characters like you were right. saying like you from the the you know, almost like a, like a Mario two thing where it plays toad or, or, or peach or, uh, Luigi. I mean, Luigi's been AFK for this entire thing. Like where am I from this whole thing? Like, where is he, you know? So, um, how how sweet would that be if they came out with a, uh, with a Mario two, um, DLC pack, which would allow you to play as those, those four characters that were in the super Mario brothers two, that would be amazing. And, And that would be enough for people. And there'd be nothing, no one would have anything bad to say about Nintendo. Everybody would be like singing their praises um, with Toad, Toad, and and Peach with her float jump, and, <laughs> and and Luigi being back in, and all that stuff. That would just be fantastic. And the game, the game is already set up for um, allowing people to do creative ways to get to tops of obstacles. So yeah, um, add add some new characters in, and um, and 
basically you could play through the whole game that way and then add a whole bunch of stuff after. Um, I, I would even be stoked for an entire 2D Mario game that was just done in the 2D um, version that was in Super Mario Odyssey. If we get to play a whole new 2D Mario game that is just done that way with like all crazy things running around in circles and, and all that other stuff that happened in the game, I'd be all over that. If it's a $60 title, I'd, I'd buy that in an instant as well. So yeah. I, I think the yeah, the, the, the options are unlimited for Nintendo. Um, I, I just, I've, I've issues, um, predicting like these crazy huge megaton announcements that never happen. So I need to ratchet back my excitement just a little bit. Yeah. When I think Kirby, uh, in chat kind of hit the hit nail on the head too, like we need our Zelda DLC. So maybe the directs right. for that, <laughs> maybe that's the direct, like, uh, Hey, here's what the Zelda DLC is. Oh Yeah. I guess I uh, guess we kind of need remember, that. Remember those amiibo that you've had on your shelf for uh, for a month already? Uh, yeah, you can- game. Here you go. Yeah, we're gonna do some stuff. Uh, that would be that'd be fun to see as well. She also said replace Toad with Pauline, so uh, I'd I'd be down. I'd be down. Be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well. This has been this has been rad, dude. We're almost we're over an hour, so uh, we should probably pl- probably wrap this thing up. Um, but. I do have a, instead of a, a retro question for tonight, I'm going to bring a little bit of, uh, uh, a little bit of history. Cause I, I love, I love this stuff. So we talked about transformers. We're going to play a little game. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a little quiz. It's going to be pretty easy though. Okay. And I may have to fact check myself on this, but I'm pretty sure I am correct. And if you read the book that I got this information from, you're going to know. But okay. do you know who the first person was to voice Mario? Not in a game. Oh, who was that? Uh, I remember that trivia, but I don't remember the answer of that trivia. I'll give you a hint. It has to do with what I spotted behind your shelf or behind you on your shelf. Hmm. I can't think of the name right now. You've stumped me. So do you know, let's see. Well, Kirby, let's hear, I want to hear your answer before I, uh, before I say it. Cause I'm curious if you get it right. Mm. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Here it comes. Here it comes. The voice actor that did Optimus Prime, I, I'm blanking on his name right now. Peter Cullen. There you go. Yeah, you got it, dude. You got it. It was Peter Cullen from uh, uh, it was a Donkey Kong cartoon. Hmm. So, uh, and again, I may not be, um, I may not be absolutely correct that it was the first one, but it's it's one of the most uh it's it's definitely one of them i was very surprised i'm like oh my gosh probably my favorite voice actor of uh of all time hatred <laughs> shape like a man it's me mario in prime voice <laughs> roll out you know <laughs> oh man that's good stuff so um there you go there's your uh there's your uh your your history your little little history uh fact for the for the day so uh lloyd Tell us all the places people can find you. 
Awesome. Yeah. You can uh, check out all the stuff we do over at Res TV. That's our podcast network. Lots of great shows there. It's, uh, we're also on Twitch and on YouTube. Uh, but if you want to get in touch with just me, I'm Dasme on Twitter, D-A-S-M-E on Twitter. I'm pretty much Dasme everywhere um, on social medias. Uh, so hit me up and let's chat. Uh, I'd love to uh, chat Nintendo with all you fine folks. Awesome. Yeah. Make sure, make sure to go check out Nintendo Pulse. It's, a, it's good stuff. So let me see if I remember correctly. I found you from, I believe from RJS, I think, or else. I found out about your show and RJS from Captain Logan, who found our show because of your show, I think. He got into <laughs> Nintendo stuff, listening to your show, and then look for other Nintendo stuff. He started hanging out on our on our Twitch and in our Discord. And was like, hey, have you heard of N64 Josh? I'm like, no, I haven't heard of that. It's like, it does Nintendo Powercast. I'm like, I love the name. Let's go check it out. <laughs> Start listening to the show. And it was the same with uh, with Run Jump Stomp yeah. um, for uh, for Switchcraft. It was just like people chatted about it on our on our Discord. And it's so weird. Like I used to seek out new Nintendo podcasts all the time to listen to other shows out there. I don't ever believe that any other podcaster is a competitor. Um, The the more people that listen to Nintendo podcasts, the better. Um, The only competitors I would think are maybe like the IGNs of the world um, because they don't ever talk about other shows. They just talk about their own, their own stuff. Um, So I, for the longest time I'd go out and find new Nintendo shows and I didn't do it for a long period of time, not because I didn't want to listen to them, but just, because I thought I'd heard them all. And then it's just so amazing to find all these new uh, Nintendo shows and uh, to um, yeah, meet a bunch of awesome listeners and podcasters as well. Yeah. It's so, it's so awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, man, for taking the time. I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Thanks for having me on, man. This is, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. It's been a, it's been a blast guys. You're going to find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, uh, did I miss any? I don't know. There's so many now. Um, we just need an all-in-one, like on the office. I think it was called Woof or whatever. Like, that's we need the all-in-one. But uh, yeah, it's N64 Josh everywhere. Um, AudibleTrial.com/NPC. Get yourself a free audiobook. Help support this show. OPSeat.com. Use coupon code N64Josh to get yourself a very affordable, very comfortable uh, uh, gaming chair. Sorry about Nightbot destroying your <laughs> link. You can post it in chat. I can repost it for you. Um, if you guys have a second, if you're enjoying the shows, hit us with a review. I'd really, really appreciate it. I'm so thankful for uh, um, just all you guys that do listen and 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 watch and everything. Like, thank you so much. It 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 means a lot. So, um, I do want to give you guys a little. Uh, uh, little I don't know, it's not really a not really a search search on josh on farmers no don't do it don't do it um i believe you're going to be joining me and rjs correct you're mm-hmm. yeah we're we're all going to be doing another uh, voltron episode um hosted on uh rjs's channel so that's the switchcraft nintendo switchcraft yep. and uh that's getting recorded um, the 9th of December. And I think yes. it's going out Christmas week. But uh, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. So make sure, you're, make sure you're subscribed to that channel. Make sure you're subscribed to Nintendo Pulse. And uh, with that, my friend, thank you. Thank you guys for being here live. And uh, we'll see you, uh, see you all next week. Later.